Why do they all have pants only on their legs, not on their butt? I don't know, the little pussies are hanging out. Meg, did I tell you that I started New Game Plus on the Persona? So put your dick in your poster. Um, the only way to do, it stressed me out because the only way to do New Game Plus is to overwrite a completed save. Oh. So I had to like burn my file down <laughs> to start a new game. Oh. It stressed me out, man. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, the only nerd education podcast to attend Club Thirty Three as oh. hostages. What's that? That's oh. the Disney one. Okay. <laughs> my name is Toad Apollo, and today I wanted to cover my favorite team of Power Rangers, uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Uh, but instead of starting at the seventh iteration, it made more sense to start at the beginning. Um, so joining me on this adventure, we have Kaya Steen. Hi. Uh, Megan Chikatilo. Hello. The White Collar. Hello. And a cat. And a cat. Um, did you guys have much experience with Power Rangers as a kid? We did a few years. I remember the, the dinosaur one. Hmm? I, the show was a fucking juggernaut. For the longest time, everyone had like the head flipping yeah. action figure. I remember those. And the action figures that had the motorbike. Yeah. And they were for a different one. Yeah, it was just the era of the head flipping Power Ranger figure, Furbies, and like Pokemon cards. That was up. And Tamagotchi. Yeah, man, that was just our entire primary school. Um, as of right now, that the Bandai toy line, which started with the head flipping ones, has passed $5 billion worldwide in the sales of Power Ranger stuff. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's billion with a B. That's way more than I thought. Um, Alright, so two days after my birth, the world witnessed something that would shatter the fabric of space and time forever. Oh. On the 28th of August, 1993, um... They didn't just see it with their eyes, they heard it in their ears and they felt it in their soul. I apply that to music. That's pretty good. Not ours, but theirs. I like the version that is um, <laughs> hot in the USA. Wait, hold on. You, you can, can, you can confirm, layer that in. I can confirm that that is true because that was alive. Okay. Yep. More so than I am right now, some would say. Certainly. Oh, um, right, try you know the theme song. You fucked it. I don't know what that was. I made it up. I am creative. This played on guitar all the time. Yeah. Was sick. That's right, future boys. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers had officially begun, but it wasn't that simple. It, it uh, wasn't just another kid's show joining the Fox Kids block with X-Men and Batman the Animated Series. Uh, it has such a weird mythology to its creation that sort of takes up an entire episode to discuss on its own. Um, Meg, what do you know about like how they make the Power Rangers? Um, there are a lot of costumes. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, this like when like they defeat the um bad guy. Yes. They turn it into like a little Doraemon or anything, and it'd be like poof. Sort of, I guess. And yeah, I remember that. Like at the end of all the pain and stocking episodes we covered. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember that. 
Alright, so... Um, I remember them, like, all coming together and saying, Go, go, go. Well, she's obviously going to get a bit of an education. Just talking about what happens yeah, that's right. at the end of an episode. Yeah, but they come together and they make a big dude. And that's... Okay. Under like you and me, some would say. Harry, tell us the Alright, we start things off with Haim Sabon. Alright, an Israeli American living in Paris. What? Yep, he became business partners with another Israeli American called Shuki Levy. Whoa. Uh, together they were composers for cartoons. That means Nick Music. That's right, the theme songs of He Man, Inspector Gadget, She Ra, the animated series of Robocop, Ghostbusters, Rambo, and Alf. Like, heaps and heaps of shit. Cool. Um, they would make, like, children cartoons out of anything back then. I can't believe they did a Robocop and a Rambo and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that shit now. Um, at any rate, the success moved them from Paris to LA in 1983 to start up Sabon Entertainment. Uh, not only did they smash out music for heaps of cartoons, but they were also a dubbing company. Um, they would take Japanese programs and dub them into English and then release them to a new audience. Um, much like getting a dubbed anime now. They pretty much did the same thing. But they went a little further than most. Uh, because they were using live action instead of anime, they could, would, and did add English characters to the show. So, pretty much any time they're in the costumes, it is a dub. Any time they're out of the costumes, they win. Yeah, they just would add extra bits into shows. Yeah, because I didn't think that a Western audience would like an Eastern Oh, we're not even up to the parents yet. That was just a weird creative choice they'd been doing since the 80s. No, but that's what I'm saying. They did it because I didn't think a Western audience would appreciate an East. They couldn't, they couldn't it's kind of, assimilate um, with an... It's, it's kind of... um. It's like they were shoehorning the Fraggle Rock formula in. Whereas every episode of that would start off with an old dude and his puppet dog. But they left that part separate to the film reel. So any country could add any character into the intros to set it up. So they would just purposely put in an American dude at the start of their anime. At the start of their Japanese things. Just because. Why not? Yep. Um, on a business trip in Japan, Saban saw a Sentai show on TV. Um, that's Sentai with an S, not a H. Just wanted to make that distinction. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Um, he saw this crazy show full of giant robots and monsters and ninjas and shit. Shit that wasn't going on in Western TV, but like, by a long shot. Um, just like Frank Miller discovering manga before the rest of Western comics creators, Saban would bridge that gap. Um, Saban and Levy to- tried to dub... Uh, this show that they saw for American Pilot, but uh, it just didn't take. Um, they tried making a shitty knockoff called Bio Man, and that didn't work either. Um, but for some crazy reason, <laughs> they decided to mix both the pilots together. Fuck it, they didn't like this one, they didn't like that one, let's just smush them into one one instead. Yep. Um, yep, taking this white guy with karate skills in his show and having him become a Power Ranger. Um, it was called Galaxy Rangers, and this doesn't happen anymore, but Fox Kids were like, 
Oh, yeah, I think that has a little potential. Make 40 episodes. Mm. They don't really give shit a chance like that, do they? No. Um, yeah, imagine if all the little shows we mentioned on our pod, like on our Kajo episode, had that big of a chance to start off. Yeah. Be great. Um, like, they're lucky these days if they can get, like, 13. Yeah. Uh, try and make are there any shows you wish had that sort of fucking starting gate? Um, Sprinkles. Give them 40 episodes immediately. Yeah. That's like two and a half seasons off the bat, then you get G season two and you three after the fact. That'd be good. Yeah. I know it's not a cockpit, but Like, shows don't get a chance to really work. Yeah. It's too expensive. Um, alright, so before I throw down a fat bit of trivia, can anyone tell the listeners what... Oh, here we go. To- no, Tokusatsu is. That is... It's uh, like no. Splinter. Um, no, it's a genre of live action uh, that usually had a dude in a big suit with lots of explosions, yeah. uh, like like a Godzilla or yeah, the Super Sentai show. Yeah, they'd make a little New York and like, they'd just have a dude in a suit kick it over. Yeah, like a Beastie Boys, that one episode of Danger 5 where the cartoon dog dies, that sort of stuff. Oh, no. Like and Ratchet and Clank 3. Yeah. And Clank. Literally, yeah, exactly that stuff. Um... I, I say this was the first time a um, kokusatsu genre show made it to Western audience, but it wasn't the first attempt. Mm. All right. In the 70s, uh, CBS aired a TV series called Spider-Man. Oh. Yep. It ran 13 episodes and no one fucking cared. Oh. Yep. Except in Japan for some reason. Um, so Stan Lee went across the seas to try and get a Marvel property to exist outside of the comic pages because that's how long he's been fighting for the Avengers movies now. Um, yep, he organized an agreement with a company called Toei. Uh, they, the deal was similar to a wife swap, you know? Like, they could make a Japanese Spider-Man series, um, the one that everyone's seen memed and joked about now, and Marvel would get to use Super Sentai. Uh, the show Power Rangers takes its footage from. Yep. Um, while, I, I gotta try and read this right, Spider-Man. That's how it's spelled. Um, that was like a trippy and stuff, a weird ride to watch. Have you guys seen clips of it? Totally seen. Man. He has a little morpher on his watch that turns him into Spider Man, and then he's got like a big ass mech Spider Man for at the end of episodes as well. I think it's a tiger or something. It's not a spider. I remember that for a fact. Um, yeah, it was weird. Um, it also revolutionized the genre by having the man on foot do the thing, like, do his thing, but ultimately becoming a giant robot at the end every time. Um, this, this is where, like, the Megazord idea came from, because originally it was either a giant mech warrior or the ninja in the costume. He was the first crossbreed, but he was Spider-Man for some reason. Oh, I think. Um, yep. Oh, look at him. He's got, like, a, a yeah, I see oh, him. Oh, no. <laughs> That's very bulky for Spider-Man. Yep. That bracelet. He doesn't really web swing or nothing either. It's great. Ah. It um, looks like he do the dances. Yes. Yeah. It, it's very Power Rangers-y in his, like, weird poses and shit. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Marvel's attempt to bring Super Sentai were rejected. Oh. Um, TV Network Works called it too foreign or junk. 
So though the partnership saw its three-year contract end with absolutely nothing to show for it. Oh no! Weird that Marvel would finally find its cartoon footing with Spider-Man and the X-Men at the exact same time Power Rangers <laughs> debuted in Western fucking TV as well. That is kind of funny. It's kind of fucked up. Um, you want this one? I printed a bit in red so someone else could read something. Because I'm helping. Oh. <laughs> uh, sure. So, we have tried our best to cover the Japanese side of the Mind Morph and Power Rangers. Now we can add our quote-unquote teenagers with attitude. Now, if there's something I know about teenagers, in the last 18 weeks I've learned a lot, they have a tood. The ones in this show do not. The teenagers, the attitude are like the nicest dudes constantly doing charity work and bullshit. <laughs> it's so not it. That's kind of like um, the game you've gotten us to play, mm. the Persona game. Yeah. And, like... There's options to just be like a really sweet dude, and then there's just scream. You're not real. You're not. Fuck the system. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, maybe that's got the influence on it. Hmm. Possibly. Um. They also just wanted to be so that like you you can kind of you usually make the main character of something really plain. So that anyone can Your Neo kind of from see Matrix, themselves yeah. as that person. If they're an empty shell, anyone can put themselves in You're the You're like, shoes. she has blonde hair and I have blonde hair. We're oh, the God. same. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I like that colour. I'll be that colour. I'll be that one. Because it was an action-based show, the cast was picked out to fit the bill. Titan. Um... I practiced it. I just need to look at the word. Titan? Titan? Trang? Uh, I think it's Thoi Trang. It's the Yellow Ranger. The Yellow Ranger! Yep. Who is a man in Japanese footage. Yeah, if you look at the actual Power Rangers series, you'll notice that the Yellow Ranger is a boy once morphed. Oh, okay. They they just make it a little bit. Nope. They make, oh, it, they make it a lady for the diversity's sakes. Yeah. Um, um, so she had to have a kung fu master so that it like made sense that she becomes a man when she transforms. Oh. Is that what yeah. my notes say? Yeah. Um, or does it say she is a actual kung fu practitioner and that's why they hired her? <laughs> no, that's not what your notes says. Oh, okay. You don't write good sentences. I write them the way I'd say them. Oh. Which, which write, doesn't necessarily make it a good thing. You should write sentences the way that someone else forwarded them. <laughs> because when somebody is marking your work or reading it, they need to be able to go with the common flow of a sentence. So I'll take a back then for No, it's like mine. It. All right. <laughs> She died. She did. A week before 9-11. Yep, she died in a car crash. What? Didn't she, like, fly out the windscreen? I wasn't there. I don't know. Pretty sure it was pretty gruesome. All right, we'll look into that. Do you have Austin St. John? Yep. Or Jason? The Red Red Ranger. Ranger? Yep. 
Is he the one that we met? Yeah. He's very nice. Oh, yeah. If you go through his bio, like, after this show, he, like, went and was doing, like, medic shit for the military and stuff. He is a lovely man. He's got big, strong hands, and they're hard to shake. He does have big hands. Oh. But he's, like... He squeezed my little nerd fingers. If if you've ever been to a Comic-Con, they're, like, really, like, pissy about letting you line up and get autographs and that. Mm. He could see, like, as soon as we got up to the front of the line, I went to, like, walk off. Because normally they willingly let like the one person go through, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, no, come over here, come and stand with us. Like it's cool." He's like, "Do you want a picture too? Like, don't worry about what they say." He was just like completely oh. brushed off his handler and was like, "No, no, it's fine, man." I also think he kind of felt bad because Nolan North was like two people down from him, and that poor man couldn't breathe because <laughs> there was so many people waiting for him. Oh, this this was like at the announcement of Uncharted Four, so. Um, Nolan, Nolan North was in, uh, yeah. A spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Um, he also has a, or he has black belts in Taekwondo and Judo. Yeah. He's, he's a big, strong, manly man, and men find him a little attractive, both them and men. Walter Emmanuel Jones is the Black Ranger. He looked cool. Yeah, and cool. he was a professional dancer. Uh, what what did what did you notice about him, Toby? He was missing a finger that entire fucking time, and we didn't notice until Google pointed it out. Because they hold their little morphers when they transform, and he's missing a finger the like the entire time. And we never picked it. Or? No, he like lost it as a kid. Yeah, he, he said he, it was a boring story. For a while, he would just come up with like random stories every time someone asked him, and then he I just came too. out, and he was like. No, it's mm. it's just gone. It just happened. That's yeah. it. These things happen. Um, you have the Pink Ranger, who is Amy Jo Johnson. Mm-hmm. I just would like to point out that she was my shell of a human being that I would interact with. Oh, okay. Is your favorite? Yes, but I had to pick. Okay. There wasn't. Look, as a woman, you got pink and yellow. Neither of those colors are really up my standards. Yellow was a boy. Like yellow was a boy half the time too. Purple, cool. Purple, purple. Nope. That, well, that's fine. Oh, foreshadowing for later. Oof. I was Oof, indeed. Is that a joke about how you're dressed in purple? No, this is my shirt. At, at a, at a very, shirt. very similar time in my life, the Spice Girls were pretty big, mm-hmm. and I was a baby Spice, just for those boys. Like, okay. Spice Miss Ginger Spice had big norks. Dusty Nork. David Yost played the Blue Ranger. Mm-hmm. He was a professional gymnast before the show started. You were talking yeah, they were about both the professionals. Was nice. He hated gay people. I don't know if he was specifically she one of the people bullying him. She, she said nice. The whole crew as well. And yeah, the nice man. Really, yeah, but... There's also lots looking. of stories about how all the crew used to bully Blue Ranger. Oh, and then yeah, but you have to press. you have to remember that the nineties were a different time and place. Yes. And considering how the crew they was didn't like really, the act- alive they in the nineties, and I'm pretty sure you didn't put prejudice on people. Hell yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Jesus! I also didn't really understand or know any of that stuff because I was just a little child. Considering how harsh the uh, staff and crew treated the actors, I would not be shocked if it was mostly them. Oh. But we'll get into that later. That's just the way. 
That's not a good excuse. No, it's not. Um, it's not a good excuse, but you have to remember that the world isn't the weird PC bullshit that it is today. The 90s, yeah. the 90s were still that bad. Mm-hmm. So there's you remember that the 90s gender. were oh. like almost <laughs> 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, funny. So we've got all these weird um, white people with a lot of athletic backgrounds, and we've got a Japanese TV show from the 80s. Alright, with these pieces, we're ready to smoke. With these pieces combined. Yes, we begin the series with Day of the Dumpster. Mm. Um, the show begins with two idiots on the moon. Yep, and I call them idiots because they find a quote-unquote space dumpster out in the middle of the barren landscape of the moon. Their first reaction is to yank that sucker open. Yes, you do. Yep, and a bunch of monsters come out. Was that, Lance that was dumb. Or Neil or whatever? Lance Armstrong? Yeah. Mm. He never went to the moon, Trey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, Lance. I'm sure you're Sorry, a very buddy. nice person. Yep. So, the whole monsters come out of this this little bucket, followed by Rita Repulsa. I like Rita Repulsa. It's time to conquer Earth, but you have to remember she always goes, ah! at the start of all of her sentences. Yeah, like in her songs. <laughs> yeah. Ten thousand years in a lab will give you such a clinking in it. Let's kill oh, wait, Earth. No. Ten thousand years in a space dumpster will give you such a clink in it. Give you a habit of screaming before all your sentences. If you locked me in a bucket for ten thousand years, I wouldn't just be like, ah, oh, yes, I'm gonna announce my freedom. Let's go take over a place. Right. I'd be like, fuck, I need to rethink my life. How'd I get here? What, this is the story. What turn of events brought me to this? Up, turn, down. I'd like to take the moon, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I got trapped in a space dumpster on the moon. Okay. Ah! Um, her, her motives and plot are explained a shitload better in the 2017 movie, but the point is, she oh. wants to destroy Zordon. Yeah, I don't think there was an original original, was there? Yeah, there is. It's, it, it's like, briefly touched upon, like, it's barely used ever throughout the series. Meg is a blue. Meg is blue. Meg is blue. Reading? Did you hear Kaya? You'll be fine. I only screwed up that one time. You sound like chills, you're so tired. Fuck. I am chilled. Okay. They were rangers together way before. Sorry, I was just reading it and it just didn't sound enough. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't write good. No, I, I get that this is how you talk and that I it's feel like terrible. I'm reading you. Talk. I should have done dot points. <laughs> They were rangers together way back in the day, and Rita, the, like a, a yellow lantern or something, decided to that protecting the universe wasn't enough, and they must control it to keep people safe. They would control it. There was this all Sinestro's thing and Superman in Injustice. Mm. Oh. The other end just turned on her, and she was locked in a box on the moon. That's right, bitches. The closest planet to where they live. <laughs> not a planet, but it's the closest thing to, like, where they yeah. are. And Send the, it further. And the soul of Zordon was kept alive in a tube to keep to be a mentor to the next batch of rangers. Zordon's just right. two ghosts. Do you, do you remember... I rewatched the scene from the live-action 2017 movie. Did you remember that... Alpha is responsible for killing the dinosaurs? Yes. 
Did you guys forget about that detail? Because I sure as shit did. I did. Zordon's Before like... Yeah, Zordon's like, oh, we we stole Rita for long enough, dropped the meteor. <laughs> and it's the, one, it's the one that caused, like, the Ice Age and shit. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I, I don't remember that. Franchise that's coming up soon. Ice that Age? Was... No, it's not. It's bad. Um, yeah, once Rita's introduced, we go to a juice bar slash gym in a town called Angel Grove. Angel Grove sounds like... The place where Ash is from. Oh, no, that's Elk Grove. It sounds like, you know, middle of nowhere American town. Yeah. We meet our main colour-coded teenagers and a few others called uh, Bulk and Skull, played by Paul Shearer and Jason Narvi, respectively. I thought everyone used to say that those two were the two guys that made it. That was a good theory. Yeah. I mean, they're very Jay and Silent Bobby, but, like, lame as shit. Um, hey. These two slapstick peanuts stuck around longer than any ranger, being in every series until Lost Galaxy, and on and off returns and cameos until Super Samurai, in which Bulk is training Skull's son to be a samurai. In the final episode, I like this, right? Skull comes to pick up his child in the big finale, okay? In a big fucking limo and, a, like, a fancy suit. I don't like. What color is the suit? It's black, but he's wearing like a red undershirt, and he's got a lot of safety pins in it because he's like a fan he's, of Blink One Eighty Two or something. He's still a punk. Yeah, but like, what the fuck happened in their like out of off screen life that had him become rich as shit and bulk living in a garage in New Zealand? Like, what the fuck happened? That was where he chose to live because he was a down to earth man after the many thwarted attempts of picking on the. T- <laughs> it's just such a weird shot, and they and when they like see each other again, they use like their real names, not Bulk and Skull and shit, and they're like, That's and they're like evil eyeing each other. But then they're alright, they cuddle and they're chums, and the you know. I was, I was, but I was like, what the why fuck? Would, what happened? Were they students at the yeah. same school? Yeah, yeah. They were just the school bullies, but they yeah. weren't very good at it. Kind of like those two cool guys in Sky High. They were the same. Do you know what? They're identical in every way yeah. now. That you've said that. <laughs> Um, anyway. Yeah. I think it was like, he was called Speed. Yeah. I don't remember the other one. Probably Stretch Speed or something boring. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, the Screaming Raider has one of her guys start making the cannon fodder known as putties to send down to Earth. Um, yeah, Trey, how do they go? They go, Yeah. Let's do the rest of the podcast in that language. It's not a language. They're using that expert technique where in a fight you just talk shit, like absolute gibberish to throw off the other guy. Oh, okay. If we are in a punch run and you started just going, It's like the bones. I would be like, what? And then you'd get a good shot in. Oh, okay. Um, Somehow that causes an earthquake and we jump to a place called the command center. All the teenagers get teleported there. Um, in real life, it is a library at the Brandeis Barden Institute. I think they filmed some Star Trek there and some other stuff, but it's just a weird-looking library. Yeah. That's what that building is. Oh, wow. They just photoshopped it to look like it's in the middle of a desert. Yeah. Um, yep, we see the big Zordon face in its tube and a robot named Alpha 5. Um, they filmed all of Zordon scenes in, like, half an hour 
That's why his mouth is blurred out at all times, so they don't have to pay him for a full episode. Mm, There's a lot of cheapskating in this series as it goes on, but that's part of it. Just pay him for like half an hour. He had to shave his head for this shit, man. Oh, really? Eyebrows have to grow back, and he got paid half an hour's work. It's That's speed and lash. Lash, Kyra, it was lash. Well, um, it's really close, though. Freaky Friday episode coming up. Okay. Um, yep, so they get their over-emotional teenagers, not ever displaying it. Um, and they're given their morphers to become Power Rangers, and they're told about Megazords and all that stuff. All the stuff. Um, and then they leave. Yep, Stranger Danger and all that. They say, you're a big tube. That's weird. I don't want to drive a dinosaur by. Why not? And they wander out into just the middle of the desert. Off they go. Oh. <laughs> Champions. That's when the putties attack them. You know, and they do their... Woo! And they get smacked. And they make, like, a metal sound. They sound like a hammer hitting an anvil when you punch them. Yeah, oh, everyone's sparks in Karen. You're goddamn right we do. Everyone's made out of sparklers. Sparkles. Um, yep, they transform into Power Rangers, and Zordon teleports them to fight a dude named Goldar. Goldar. Mm-hmm. A big gold lion dude. And one of the main villains of the series. Golden Goldar. Um, and I love the cut from them morphing and going to fight Goldar. Hmm. Because it's, like, suddenly the quality of the visuals goes from 90s California to 80s Japan and it's very fucking noticeable now mm. um so the rangers show some skill uh, it's like the spot in the Spider-Man series like the fight must get bigger so it has its Godzilla sized brawl like they'll do every episode um so Golda is made huge by Rita and the rangers get into their zords probably my favorite bit of music there that one because it's just the main theme but like stretched out for the sake of fitting. Mm. So you get to play with them all. Um, oh, needless to say, the guys who started off doing theme songs, um, yeah, they did this one as well. Mm. They, um, considering the radio at the time was blaring What Is Love by Hathaway and I'd Do Anything For Love by Meatloaf, this could have been a lot worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we got off lucky with this. Um, it was given to a guy named Ron Wasserman. And he's the guy who do all the big shredding guitars and, and shouting Go Go Power Rangers like nine times. Oh, yes. wow. Champion. Um, it's also funny um, to get back to the fight. Goldar swings a sword at them and they're like, oh no, and they shoot him. As you do. Indiana Jones style. They bring a gun to a knife fight. It's very fun. Do it. And then they pull out a sword and that's when he leaves. It's like, really? Oh. <laughs> they had a fucking gun. No, I'm going to be convinced of that, but this is speaking long and savvy. That's right. Yeah. Back at the command center, they're given the rules of using the Power Rangers mantle. It's uh, never use your power for personal gain, never escalate the battle unless forced, and keep your identity secret. Not that they were ever very subtle about it, wearing their morphers constantly, and their little communicator wristwatches, and color matching their outfits constantly. Yeah. Yep. And this was a formula that is still standing the test of time. The teens have, have a little adventure or hijinks, then they fight as rangers, and finally the big giant battle to round it out. Um, most shows have a formula. Like, they all do. This one is just super fucking obvious, and that's okay. Yeah. 
regularity can be a good thing sometimes. We can't all be that horrible Scooby-Doo rendition that had the Nazi parrot and had Shaggy going to war that time. Sometimes we could just have simple fucking stories. Um, yep, there was a big event in the first series that didn't follow that formula, though. Uh, but the Green with Evil story arc is a fat one and will need its own podcast. I did not realize it was a fucking five-episode arc. And then, um, you've also got the, uh, 2017 live-action movie that kicked ass. That was pretty Not a lot of people saw it because the suits in it were bad. But that's probably the worst part about that movie. The rest of it's pretty good. I don't like how long they spent in the robot suits. That was the thing that annoyed me because I never cared about them when they're in like a big robot saber tooth tiger. Yeah, it was either normal Power Ranger or Megazord was what. Yeah, that the them not being full Megazord was slow for me too. But then they referenced Mariner Bay, so I was back on board because that's where Lightspeed Rescue is. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um. Yep, yeah, I will say this. Because I have to. Tommy is a fucking Mary Sue and he sucks. Yeah, Green Ranger's a piece of shit. Everyone who likes him needs to grow up. Oh, um, it's great. This random dude with a beautiful mullet named remarkably similar to the show's producer and sometimes writer Tony Oliver. Tommy Oliver comes in, takes Red Ranger's place as leader and Pink Ranger's love interest. Fucking yeah. lame. Um, yep. Yeah, fuck him. He's literally when everyone inserts themselves into fan fiction and they're perfect and have no flaws. He's that uh, guy. He comes yeah. off like that. Yeah. Um, I do like in the Sentai show, like what, like what the Power Ranger footage comes from. Green Ranger dies like immediately, <laughs> so they had to film a few bits in a cosplay suit that they had to make in California, and then then they had to move him into the White Ranger costume like immediately after. They're like, oh, great, this Green Ranger's really taking off. Send us more footage. And they're like, there's none. Rita eats him or something. And they're like, fuck, <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, I have to come up with my own ideas, no. All right, let's just put him in the white suit. There's episodes with that guy. Yeah. Um, You'll also notice that in the scenes with the white Power Ranger fighting, it cuts away from the other Rangers to show him because he's not from the same series as the rest of them. Oh, no. This would be a great show to watch with commentary, just to hear which bits come from where. Mm. Yeah. Just a little pop-up. When <laughs> when Avatar The Last and Ben, the, the live-action film was coming out, mm-hmm. they replayed the anime, and it would just have these little, like, bubbles. Oh, the trivia pop-up. pop-ups, yeah. Yeah, with either trivia or, like, um commentary from m night or like that kind of thing we just do that the, those are good they're they're really good in final destination too i learned that a vibrating coffee cup they just put a little vibrator in the cup in the coffee oh and that's like how they order. yeah that's how they made it look like the car was ah. stuff <laughs> it's like weird that, the things that stick with you that's stuff, there's stuff like that um that they do with fast food like they they're like a thing, like a West waffle or something on fire smoke. Yeah. So it looks like there's like, it's hot, but it's actually fake chicken in that burger. Oh, the amount of fake stuff in food commercials is nuts. Yeah. Um, it is it incre- sounds like that. It is incredible hard. It is an incredible show to work on. It is an incredibly hard show to be working on. <laughs> yeah. 
The cast were paid about the same as a drive-through window at McDonald's. Good tangent, Meg, without realizing. Which is which isn't a lot what of money. What would you do without me? <laughs> <laughs> However, if anyone is listening to this from American McDonald's, I would really appreciate the new Toy Story full um toys. Yes, yeah, send them in bulk, please. <laughs> Thank you. Make a little RV parent So they will make it. They were making drive-through money, but they also had to be their own choreographers too. Oh. Like the script will be like, I'll oh, do a fight over that park bench so they'd have 30 minutes to work out their scene. Um, oh. David Yost, the Blue Ranger, was mercilessly bullied about his homosexuality. Um, it obviously wasn't as accepted back then, but it also sounds like just a shit place to be working. Mm. Um, they had to work on the day of a big-ass earthquake that killed 57 people. Wow. Crazy earthquake this morning, but don't be fucking late for shooting in two hours. Yep. Yep. So it if sucks. You're dead, then too bad. Come in. <laughs> I don't care if your mum's fucking pinned under her oh house. Get your ass in it. Oh god. Yep. Yeah, so it but sucks. If you live in California, you should probably be used to them by now. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that. True. I googled California it, earthquake to see which year it was. It's like which one. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crap to live there, I guess. Yeah. Well, they are on the San Andreas Fault, which, you know, isn't a great place to live because it's a giant fucking oh, earthquake boy. field. Yeah. It's so small, it They've made a movie just about the fact that that is not a great place to be. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so after 20 episodes of the second season, because they were big fucking seasons they were working too, Austin Thoy. And Walter, red, yellow, and black, respectively, all left the show. I like that. All right, this is the weird part, though. Because the production staff specializes in mix-matching shows the way they did, they managed to keep the three actors on for eight more episodes using unused footage, more rain, more time in the Ranger costumes, and some body and voice doubles to fill in those blanks. They kept them around unpaid for eight episodes without them being there. Wow. We don't need you to film you. We've already done it. Yep. Without your consent. In the plot, it said that they left Angel Grove to join a peace conference or something, mm. and then they get replaced. Thus, the constant rotation of characters goes on. Mm. Um, in 2001, the franchise was sold to Disney, <laughs> and I hope the actors got treated better after the original series. Um, Like, the show must have made a shit ton of money. Yeah. You have to have. It's been on our TV nonstop since 93. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they share it around a little bit better. Um should we anything you wanna add about it? They they re aired more Mighty Morphin Power Rangers heaps. Like that was still around when we were watching, even though we were up to like the seventh season at the same time. Yeah. And that's okay. They ran pretty regularly. Yeah. Um it is, there's, like, each of the seasons have their, like, main focus. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's very easy to see, A, when someone grew up, because they'll probably like their season more so than the other seasons. But you can also be like, oh, my kid's into space crap. Cool, there's a season for that. Oh, my no. kid's into yes. underwater stuff. Um, oh, my kids, my kids into... into being drafted by the government to be their pawns. Woo! What's good? All right, get this fucking one coming up soon. Me and Kaya have a potential exclusive here. 
Yeah. We, we were watching the current Super Sentai season, which will inevitably be Power Rangers within the next, you know, like about three or five years down the track. Yeah, yeah. well, then it's like out of the way. And trains, like, baby. Fucking trains. Their faces are like the front of trains. They've got train-related items as weapons. And if they change the little train at the crossing, which is their morpher, they swap suits. And it was really confusing. It sucked. (laughs) It fucking sucked. And it's inevitable for what Western audiences now. There's an overdub. There's an overdub guy. And if they switch their... um, So they've got, like, the morpher watch... And then it's got like a little Thomas the Tank Engine, and when they switch out their little Thomas the Tank Engine, they put it at the crossing. The overdub comes up and he goes, "The blue train is now loading from the pink terminal." Yeah, it's like a and train like, conductor what voice. The way? Oh, this one looked cool. That looks dope. Um, it's just I googled Tony. Oh yeah, I think it's Beast Morphers now. Um, the Pink Ranger has a weapon, and it's like a two Wolverine claws that look like a bridge. And oh, okay. and she holds it out, and the bridge gets full size, and the random villains stumble into it, but for some reason pop out the other side the size of ants, and then it cuts to her just, like, crushing them on the ground with her finger, and like me and Kyra are like, whoa, dude. It, com- it comes up with little, like, comic spirit bubbles, and it just says, poke, poke. Yeah, it was poke, making on and on appear. It was a live action show. It's fucking bonkers. Wow. Um... I have more weird information for you. The 2018 Super um, Sentai is the first one to have two teams. One, they just took... One of them, they're cops. Yeah. And then that one, they just have capes and stems like they don't care. Oh, wow. <laughs> cops versus robbers or something. Looks after the cop one. Looks after the train one. I can't um, find anything about the train one. Train. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what they were called. It was like T O Q. I forget what it stood for. Uh, it oh, the train oh, tracks across their eyes. Yeah, the train faces. They've got numbers. They've got numbers on their heads. <laughs> and on their bodies. They've got like a little heart patch. Yeah. Are they great? Green range is weird green. Yeah, and he's like he's got a st- he's got a coal shovel as a weapon. He's got a big spade. Oh, Train at his dog. He does shoot a train. I don't know how they're going to do that here. Okay, so Something to look forward to, though. My favourite season is the original season. Oh, I think that's everyone's season. No, Were there any that yours. You, I know it's not mine, but I'm definitely in the uh, minority. Were there any others that you rem- even remember at this point? No, I just watched the original one because I liked Kimberly. She was every boy in the 90s as crush, but I think yeah. I was too young to know what pussy was. No, mine was that with... Oh, yeah, because it came out when I was two more. days. <laughs> right. Were there any seasons you remember, Meg? I remember the dinosaur one. I remember, like, Lost Galaxy and shit. It was from 2014. I so remember... It's soon. Yeah. I remember when Toby and I tried to play the PlayStation game and we got stuck <laughs> on the side of a shipping container. Yeah, do you remember when split screen, like, when you shared a screen that wasn't split screen and if you got pinned on two sides of something, you were fucked for your game? Great design. Great stuff, people. Um, Very good. Turbo. Yep, I remember Turbo. And kind of, um... I remember the one when they had the white chest with the black zigzag on it, but I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I remember that. All the super late 90s and super fucking early 2000 ones, I remember. That's when we were born. That's when we were around, yeah. That's when we were 
So from a rocky, cheap, and convoluted birth, the Power Ranger legacy has been a strong one. Um, even now, a series called Beast Morphers is being, well, not filmed, but put together for Western audiences. Um, there's one that's been in development for ages that's just like a bunch of the women from previous iterations and their mums now. Imagine if Bad Mums was about being Power Rangers again. Yeah, that's cool. oh, That'd be dope, and they'd all be pink and yellow, but the different generation suits instead of different much colors. better than Bad Mums. I bet it would. Um, yep. Everyone since the 90s has had a favorite team of Rangers, and I don't think it will go away for a long time unless they try and make this fucking train one happen. <laughs> Yeah, it'll go away very quickly. She shoots a big train out of his dick, you're right. The little kid's totally into Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, it's going to bridge that gap, yeah. I like trains. (laughs) And that's the quote of the episode, guys. We're out. I like trains. Except for homework. Yep. um, So, any final thoughts about Power Rangers as a franchise before we move on? Yeah. Getting more for replicas are too damn expensive. That's a thought I needed to add. It's, on it's um, it's cool that it's gone on for so long and it was able to morph into like Western. Ha ha. Morph. Ha ha. Fuckers. Sorry, I had to. Nothing. Okay, they've that's... been putting that out. I mean, putting stuff out like that all day. It's just become like second age now. Yeah. It's like it's like when we were shopping last night and I almost yelled at those children to watch their language. They were cool. They walked into the aisle. They said, "What's up, fuckers?" I was yeah, like, yeah, no, I remember. I've always wanted to be kicked out of Big W. I, oh. I remember <laughs> when Cap... went to the homework question or we will lose you in space. Oh, oh no, don't lose me in space. Is that... How many did you... morph you into a smack in the head. <laughs> your, your puns are fucking weak. <laughs> but your ice cream game like is strong. Them. I think they're good. Mm, okay. Pat on the back. Um, so today I wanted us to talk villains. Um, which is your, like, favourite in the Power Ranger series, the ones you like to see. Um, we can also say the fat-ass pig that eats the Power Ranger weapons in Food Fight. Mm. But, yeah. but, you know, but I want, like, a more formidable answer, if possible. Food Okay. Um, Kaya, did you have a favourite? And I know that everyone is going to be like, ooh, the spacey calls answer. Rita Repulsa. Well, because our lady has managed... No, it's Rita Repulsa. <laughs> what about Rita Ora? Because that lady has managed to stick with this series just as long as the Power Rangers have. She, yeah, she's done pretty well, eh? She, she definitely in, makes it a couple like a couple moments longer than Zordon. She was in yeah. Season 1, Season 2, Season 3, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, Zeo, Turbo Movie, Power Rangers Turbo, Power Rangers in Space... Power Rangers Mystic Force, Power Rangers Optic Overdrive, and then they brought her back to the two reboot movies. Can I just... Also, and one where they the just... entire time, she's only been played by two actresses... Well, three if you include the movies. But she's only been played by, like, a tiny cast. Yeah. I'm because... not the dinosaur one, so I don't think she's that Mighty Morphin Season 1 through 3. Mekiko Soga plays her in the first season, mm-hmm. and then she ended up coming back later on when Rita was in the Mystic Force mm-hmm. to replay her like original person. Um, and you have Carla Perez did most of the other ones. Yep, she's always been voiced by Barbara Goodson. 
who does like a nuts job. <laughs> Other her. than the times that she was played like for the um like the reboot movie and that, yeah. which is like she's played by Elizabeth Banks and that. There's a um, but when you think of Power Rangers, you think Rita Repulsa. I, there's a scene in Power Rangers in space when all the like villains are having like a big dinner together because at this point Power Rangers have been defeated. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good scene. It definitely suffers from the shittiest budget ever in a TV show. Yeah, but um, the new fucking the new villain chick for that season's there, and everyone's like, oh, did you see that? There she is. She's so cool. And, like, Rita's been, like, bitching about her in the corner, being like, ah, she fucking sucks. Fuck you. (laughs) She's back there being sassy. It's dope. There's an episode where the new bad guy's like, I can't do it, so he rings Rita and Goldar. And they're they're just like, the Rangers suck, don't do it. Yeah, they'll fucking hurt you, dude. Just just leave them be. a good pick. Yeah, who you got? Poisandra. Poisandra. I like it. It's just Harley Quinn, I guess. Oh, no. She's one of, um... She looks like the dude from Twisted Metal. She's one of, um, Sledge's boys, but... What what ranges is that? This is the one. Sledge's a cool That's the only thing I know. She's just, um... Um... She's the only girl. And she's just, like, marriage-obsessed. Oh no. She just wants to she's marry this sledge and, dude. And, and yeah, she's just like, I'm gonna do whatever people. you want, I'll kick their butts. Nice. But, uh, she doesn't do good. No, okay. They're the Power Rangers. They never do like a whole episode of good. Yeah. So yeah, she she's just really funky and she she did bits and that's why I remember. Yeah. She's very highly cleaning out of you want to talk about someone similar to something else, all right? Before we get into mine, honorable mention to Jinxer. Oh yeah, he dances. He does it. He does the miracles or something. Got great uh-huh. names, like probably one called like Volcano. Probably that one. That one's shit names. Yeah, Diabolico is another one. He God of Wars himself out of hell, mate. He's great, but that's not who I went with. I went with a character. That I will explain a bit more before, like, I'll, I'm going to lead into it a little. Trey, I want you to follow along here. Okay. Alright, a great and powerful hero is corrupted by the evil that he swore to fight against. Okay. Alright, you ready? Always stronger at the magic that the good guys use, and a better sword fighter, and always a step ahead of them. Okay. Wearing big, dark armor and a loyal servant of a bigger evil cough, cough senate. Um, and to really give this one away, <laughs> it's revealed that he's the main good guy's father. <laughs> Who am I talking about? Um, Shredder. No, it's, it's Darth Vader. It's very dark fucking vader yeah. isn't it? Um... But you would be but wrong. Even Souls, no, so no but as I was reading Vader. about this character... I was like, that's just Darth Vader. <laughs> Alright, I went with Korag the Nightwolf. Yes, the Imagine evil... Darth Vader was called that. The evil <laughs> purple ranger from Mystic Force, uh, which has the harshest New Zealand accents I think I've ever fucking known in my life. Um, Coming out a year after the prequels that had put the backstory on Vader, I think there was definitely a lot of inspiration taken from that. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> Especially when it, when it's revealed that he's the main guy's dad. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no, yeah. 
but he wears purple, and he's good. That that season also is very Skyrimy for some reason. But there you go. Who did you pick, my little toad friend? Me. Yes. Um, I'm very generic with my villains, and I like villains that are a lot like. The good guys, so of course I went Psycho Rangers. They're honestly one of the better ones. They're pretty cool. They're very unique. Um, I, I just like it because enemies are best when they are, like, equal. Yeah, so they're definitely that. The way to do that is a similar version. Mm. Like, your Venom and Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I like them because out of, like, everyone's a henchman to the big bad at the end. They are too, I don't know what the fuck you were talking No, about. they're unleashed by the big bad, they can't be controlled by the big bad. He just let him out being like, oh, this okay, will probably throw a spanner. Yeah. This will be a hassle, he said, and he just let them loose. That's what I do. Hmm. I like, I like that, he literally just kicked the cage door open for, like, a bunch of leopards or something. Yeah, but Kaya just literally grabbed a a spanner and threw it at you. Oh, that's not very nice. Oh, that is cool. Listen, I can't be held accountable for my actions, so I'm tired and haven't had enough coffee. Very tired. You you brought the spanner home, what's your fault? Well, I couldn't leave it at school. Yeah. She can't throw stuff at kids, so it's just you. Sorry, buddy. I mean, I can. I just need to make sure I don't get caught. Yeah. It's all about making sure you pick the right kid to throw something at. Mm. That's right. And then you make sure they know it's me against you and they like me here. Yes. Look out, kids. (laughs) Look out, children. That or you just pay someone. Ah. Usually someone squeezing someone. Ah, yeah. Um. Alright then. This has been us trying to briefly explain how the fuck Power Rangers works. Did you know any of this before, Meg? Um, I knew that it was all just a Japanese show that they just intercut no, with white no, people. I they just did it. I thought that, that was just go go back and watch like a bit of season one and just see the quality jump a decade between <laughs> the um, kids and the Rangers. It's very weird in hindsight now. Yeah, after you, yeah, like after you said all of that, I was like, oh yeah, actually true. Um. Yeah. It's also super obvious too in the pilot because they're fighting the the parties in the desert. Then they morph, and Zordon immediately teleports them away before they actually are seen in their suits because they don't have footage of them in the suits there. <laughs> but oh, no. it's a it's a very curious thing, and I'm surprised it's gotten as far as it has because I should have been shot down immediately. But there you go. Thanks it, to thanks to Stan Lee for accidentally creating this. Yeah. Come on, buddy. All right, I've been Toby DePolo. I've been joined by White Collar and Megan Chikatilo. Hello. I've been joined by our producer, Kai Sting. Hi, I'm here too. All right, class is dismissed. So long, cucks. Oh, shit. Oh, I I appreciate that. Well, I will make a formal apology, but you got to like, subscribe, and listen to next week to hear it. Well, you could say that, or I could just show you all of this. Oh. No creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh. I've been tortured for your sins. <laughs> I've been tortured for my sins, everybody. Have a good one. Yeah, have a good one. Have a good one. Have a... Have a boy, as Terry would say. <laughs> have a boy. Oh, cat. I don't want a boy. I want to go. Cat did book me on toe. No, he's a nice boy. Oh, on toe. You're a nice boy. Bye. Don't be nice to him. He's a moron. Oh.
Are you still going? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> cool. I think it's probably just time to stop it though. Yeah. And I'll see if he knows how. You're too sleepy to stop it. Mm-hmm.